Hey everyone, welcome to the Big Fitness Show, episode 025. And as we're recording this, it is August 25th. So a lot of 25. So all you conspiracy numerology people out there, I guess it must be the end of the world, but it's never the end of the world. It's always a happy beginning. I don't even know what segue that was. We have Big no. Mike Burns. <laughs> Big Mike Burns is here to save that trash opening that I just oh, did. Great. How are you, Mike? I'm good, man. That was great. I didn't even make the connection that episode 25 was being recorded on the 25th. So that's pretty cool. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah. You want yeah, to confuse yeah. some people? With come some more. You want to confuse the audience with some more dates? Because we have some changes coming up and we want to tell you now. And we're going to remind you at the end of the episode. So no pun intended. We have some big news for everybody concerning yeah. the Big Fitness Show. Absolutely, we do. We are. We, we mentioned it on last week's episode, but we are officially pulling the trigger on a hard date for the switch to the new YouTube channel. It's at the Big Fitness Show on YouTube. You can start subscribing there now, and all of the new episodes starting on September sixth will be uploaded to the Big Fitness Show channel. We're going to take everything off of Stevie's channel, and you'll find all of the content for the Big Fitness Show on its own dedicated channel. And I got to be honest, I'm pretty freaking pumped to have it all in one spot, have it all there. I think it's going to be better for the listeners. It's going to be better for us so we can get really targeted on what we're talking about on the Big Fitness Show um, and just make that kind of the hub. And then in addition to that, we are also going to be launching the bigfitnessshow.com where you can have all the information about us, contact us, all kinds of things is going to live there to help just give more value. And we've got some fun things potentially planned. I uh, don't want to give all the spoilers away, but there's some things planned that we're going to try to do to help you just live healthier every single day on the bigfitnessshow.com. So by September 6th, I'm committing to you right now. We'll have the website ready for September 6th as well. Pressure's on. Pressure's on, right? Yes. <laughs> and by the way, we, you know, I'm still around 185, 190. The small fitness show was taken, so we decided to stick with the big fitness show. <laughs> Mike is big, and I'm small. Yeah, hey, we couldn't, we couldn't go to the small fitness show. Hey, <laughs> I got some other, uh, got some other news for you. Okay. Guess what? I started on Monday. What? P90 CrossFit. Oh, P90X. Same difference. Same difference. <laughs> feels like feels like the same difference after you're done. Uh, but I started awesome. P90X and actually gives me a brand new direction with you know the Stevie Richards Fitness Channel. So now the big fitness show is moving, which by the way, full episodes, clips, shorts, other types of content. So it's going to be much more digestible because a lot of really pertinent information, little, little gems of information get tossed by the wayside or get forgotten about because we don't want to have to inundate people on your channel, my channel, social media with that. As a matter of fact, we may try to even have the big fitness show on Twitter, Instagram, to kind of really narrow the focus down. So the more information gets put up that you don't miss because our episodes are between 45 minutes to an hour. And mm -hmm. there's some three, five minute clips or even ones that are under one minute for shorts that we could do seven days a week and still not get all the information from each episode. So we're hoping this will help people even more with that. But, you know, it, it's an exciting thing and it's not even work because we, we know what we're talking about and the things we do narrowing that down to the shorter form content, I think will, will be great for everybody. And it's always a great reminder for us with the information that we have. 
Yeah, no, I think it's going to be good. And being able to put more uh, pertinent information related to the episodes, things like that. I just think that we're it's going to create some freedom for us uh, so that we can stay focused on our own channels, on what we're doing. So Because the topics, they're in alignment, but they're not exactly as specific as The Big Fitness Show. So I think it's just going to be great. So everybody can start subscribing to The Big Fitness Show on YouTube now. Uh, just go there. We'll put it in the link in the show notes so you can find it and just start subscribing and everything will go live on September 6th. We are putting that out there because it's going to give us a hard date that we have to be ready by and we will be ready by September 6th. <laughs> and of course, after we made the decision, we became very scatterbrained and overwhelmed with our workflows. And yeah, <laughs> we, we it was supposed to be this week, was, but, but thank God we didn't announce it last week. So yeah. it was meant to be, but Getting back to the P90X thing, the reason why I did that was I've done isometrics. The isometrics are still a major part of my fitness journey and regimen and workouts to start off with to really have that mind-muscle connection and get my, my muscles warmed up. But I wanted to just kind of follow along with something. Like, instead of trying to figure it out, we can talk about that on a future episode. I was like, okay, well, I can't do everything with P90X and I got to modify some of the stuff, but... Sometimes it's nice to just follow along a program mm -hmm. and just go with it and know that you have a structured program at least for 30 days, or I might do the whole 90, but I am going to upload that to YouTube and share my experiences as a step in the road to recovery that I did P90X for however many days. Here's a, here are the results. So yeah. the results are I'm sore and tired right now, <laughs> but very happy. And I'm trying, I actually wanted to do it because two reasons. A lot of audience members have said, yes, you both need to do P90X. <laughs> and number two, maybe a little bit of a hint or a spoiler, we may actually be in person sooner rather than later meeting each other in Hopefully. person for the first time. And I will do my first ever CrossFit workout. So, <laughs> so that's that. Just a little foreshadowing. Eventually that will happen. You know, it's going to happen and we'll record it and we'll put it out. That could be one of the bonus content on the Big Fitness Show channel. <laughs> and if you want heavy breathing during an episode of the Big Fitness Show, we can actually record the episode as we're doing the workout. <laughs> horribly out of shape I am, but that's no, a good segue great. for our topic. Yes, the it topic is. Energy. Um, yeah. And we talked about it and the fact that we were scatterbrained or overwhelmed or felt like we had low energy over the past week or two or maybe longer, you have to you have to kind of self-assess and self-evaluate where where's the wasted energy? Where's where's the thing that's taking my energy and my joy away or any anything that I need to focus on? And I figured it'd be a good idea for an episode to kind of break it down and figure out like what's worth spending your energy on? And then what are the yeah. things that really are a complete waste of your time, energy, and, and everything, mental, mental, you know, energy, physical energy, emotional energy, attention, focus, all those words wrapped in the one. So what, what do you think when you think about that, what you spend your energy on and what you may waste your energy on? Yeah, I think it's a great topic for us to talk about today about using your energy for your own good, you know, dot, 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 for your own good. I think the the energy is is a big deal. I right now, so sorry. <laughs> Need to play it right to censor music. <laughs> well, he's he's coming soon to that channel. Yeah. Stay tuned. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, but, uh, you know, using your energy for your own good is 
is important. And it's, I don't know that it's something that we really pay attention to because you don't realize how much energy gets wasted. And I think talking through some of the things of, of energy, of just being aware and bringing awareness to having your energy and putting it in things that are a waste, putting it in things that are just kind of whatever they're very mediocre or things that are actually working for your good and really being able to know what those are. And that's when we, you know, we talked about this idea of energy, like, okay, what, it, what does that really mean? What is the energy? What's sucking our energy out of us? What's giving us energy? What, there's so many ideas around this that we can talk about and share some of the things that we do to, to give ourselves energy and then how to overcome it and, and all this kind of stuff. So I think, I mean, starting in a, in, a, in that, a good place to start would be what is it that gives us the energy to keep us going and things like that? Well, I think the first thing is, and I'm not saying it because you're here doing, uh, you know, doing projects like this, like the big fitness mm -hmm. show, taking your passion and trying to monetize it. It always, it will never get old. I mean, fitness sure. tech and wrestling are big parts of our lives. Mm -hmm. So it's something and it's always changing, evolving. So when we looked at the things we're most interested in, I think deep down we knew, well, this is never going to get boring because it always evolves. I always have to keep up with it. I always have to stay sharp and I can always kind of dip in and out of it because it is always changing. It'll take me the same amount of time to learn it as if I was brand new. So that's a little motivation for everybody out there. If, if you want to work out, you know, if we stopped working out like I did with the infection, I literally had to start all over and I was working out for decades. Technology. Sure. If you go get, don't, you know, use apps for six months and then the apps get updated you have to learn the brand new app along with everybody else that had the previous version. So I think sure. when you look at the, look at that kind of stuff with a perspective of, okay, it's not so daunting. It's not a big hill to climb. I know I can learn it if I'm patient and take the time and the energy, say the word, take the time and the energy to focus on that and not the stuff that wastes my energy. You're already off to an amazing start. Totally. Yeah. And really figuring out what is worth your energy. That's the hardest huge. part. <laughs> That's a whole episode right there. Right. Yeah. The, the, the putting your energy into it and figuring out what to put your energy into, you can figure it out. Like you, energy is a give and take, right? If you put energy into something, you're going to get something out of it. And if it's, if it's something you're putting negative energy into, or you're putting, uh, wasteful energy into it you're not going to get much out of it if that if that makes sense and so like a, a project like this like the big fitness show this something this is something i think for both of us that fills our cup it's it's something that we put energy into but i think we get so much more energy in return because it's just something that we both are, are passionate about it's something that we enjoy doing we enjoy the, the the camaraderie that we have and that we get to talk and and do these things but then also in the process of helping people and so we're putting our energy into this project, which is then hopefully translating to everyone that's listening and watching and giving you the energy to, to have more positive energy in your life or to fire you up or to live healthier and all that kind of stuff. And so I think figuring out like how to have things in your life where if you put energy in, you're going to get a, a positive return on that energy as opposed to a negative return on that energy. Wow, this is going to be tough to break down because there's a lot. The positive part is is very easy. It's very easy to say. It's very easy to think about. It works great in theory, but then the real world. When you wake up into the real world mm. and you grab 
this thing right here. Sure. That could be the start, you know, scroll, 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 look at social media, comparison of thief of joy. I don't even know where to start. There's so many different things. Mm. Even, even people we've talked off air, even people that are closest to us, sometimes, you know, the most dangerous question you can ask, the most cringe question you think about asking is when you ask certain people, how are you doing? And that sure. is, you're in trouble after that. I'm not being mean or being a jerk about it. I'm just saying sure. you're very protective because it's, you know, I in wrestling, it's very easy. And I was there too, being a half glass empty or half completely empty type guy. When you're in that bubble, you look at things you don't have, not what you do have, but in general in life, you get to have. So I think that too Spending your energy, let's start with that as I'm thinking through it. Spending your energy trying to think about what you do have and how blessed and grateful you should be mm -hmm. rather than what you don't have. Because nothing good comes out of always paying attention and keeping up with the Joneses in any regard. Yeah, yeah. Energy towards gratitude is is a big deal. And really figuring out, taking a look at what you have will help you have more positive outlook, more positive energy towards anything i mean it's 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 a really big deal to not focus on all of the stuff going on in the world not focus on the people that you're with and and what they do to drain your energy you know i've, I've read books and heard the analogy or the saying whatever you want to call it of you have three minute three hour three days three month friends, right? You know, kind of like that, where you have people in your life, three minutes with them, and that's good. You don't need any more because they just suck the energy out of you. They drain you because they have such a negative attitude. And to your point, this, those are the people that when you just reach out to check in, ask how they're doing, you get this laundry list of just woe is me stuff. Then you have the people that you can spend a few hours with, you know, and then you have people you can spend days with. And those kind of people, you want to spend more time with the people that you can have three days, three months friends and, and spend that consistency with them as opposed to the three minute people, you know, and if you can focus on that, it's going to help bring more gratitude into your life. You know, I'm in a position in my life right now where I've realized that so many people can just suck all the energy out of you. And in the, in the sales profession that I've been in for 10 plus years in the supplement world, fitness world, it's such a toxic place to be sometimes. And there's so many people that can be just a huge drain. And in, in what I do with X Endurance, it's there's people that come into the company that want to be a part of the company that want to, you know, know how to earn some commission and, and whatever. Right. But it has introduced me to people that at first are all positive and, and great. And I enjoy spending time with them, enjoy talking to them on the phone. And then next thing I know, Oh man, it's like this switch flip and they become the most toxic people that I'm around. Every time I talk to them, I don't want to talk to them. And so I've gotten to this point where I've removed myself from a situation as much as I can because I don't want that negative energy to continue to drain me because I want to put positive energy out into the world and feel it, fill it with positive things. And, and recognizing that is huge for your overall health and wellness because the mental peace that you get when you remove that negativity is 
is awesome, actually. Yeah, and it's a, it's something you have to work on, just like getting up and working yeah. out and eating right every day. It's very easy to get caught up with the negative, toxic world because it, the, the train wreck is more exciting than someone running and jogging by the train wreck. It's sure. really something like that. And and we're not saying like, I have plenty of people and it's, we'll speak on this because we know this world better than a lot of people listening or watching right now. The wrestling world is definitely full of people that when they're in a negative situation where say they're not getting pushed or not getting paid enough, their career is not on a trajectory that, that they dreamed of or envisioned. And it's beyond even a, uh, a dip in the road that we all experience in career or life. But like, for example, I'll give my own personal thing right here. I stayed in WWE way too long, way too long. Nothing was ever going to change right up until August, 2008, when I got released, there was a point where this was what I was ever going to be. This is what I was just going to make nothing above that. And this was the guy that they thought I was no matter how long I stayed there. Now, as a wrestler currently in the bubble at the time, I kept working harder trying to change their mind, which is great. I mean, in theory and all that stuff, but you have to hit a certain point where you need to change your environment because hmm. that environment, not saying negative or positive or anything, it was not no longer, it was no longer a fit for what I wanted out of my life, with the sure. progress. The, the the ability that I had and what I wanted to do, the it wasn't going to work. And here's yeah. the other thing too, like, hey, and I was being negative. I was saying, well, you know, if I just try harder or just do this or that, or it's got to change. And it felt like an abusive relationship to a certain point. <laughs> Even when I went to TNA, I said, okay, I'm going to start completely over. I'm going to get the the worst like per night payoff. I'm going to prove myself. After six months, they're going to give me a deal and I'm going to get my career back on track. That didn't happen financially. I didn't get the money that I was took the chance on. The chance didn't work out. I do not regret it, but it didn't work out. I went to Ring of Honor after that, after I left TNA, hoping to get a full-time thing, help out, do the things like I'm doing today with the Wrestling Analysis yeah. Channel. They would, They didn't see the talent in me. But I kept trying within that environment and in that category of profession to convince people to take off a label that they never wanted to take off. Sure. So, but for me, it, it became toxic and negative because I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that I wasn't good enough. I thought I was festering into a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Then I changed my environment outside of wrestling and all the lessons and the work ethic that I taught myself there are paying off now. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but what I did was I didn't choose, I chose to stay in the negative toxic environment that was only negative to me because they didn't see the value that I saw, but I chose to keep being around that environment. So much like you said, there's people in your life, family, friends, strangers, all the above coworkers, everybody, and for some reason, human nature at a certain point, 99 people could say you're great and do this and that, but you always seek the one person mm -hmm. that's negative. And yeah. I'm really on a tangent and I'm, I don't know if I'm making any sense, like I said, but you're making sense, you're making sense, but, it, but, it, but it's on me instead of saying, 
they they screwed me over. They didn't pay me enough. They didn't do this and that. And I I, I deserve better in this. And no, no, no. You're not going to get treated well here. It's not the place for you. It's this or that. You need to find or create your own environment. You and I, we didn't find the environment. We created it ourselves mm -hmm. outside of that. And that's that's why I think human nature, and maybe we can delve deep, but I'll get your opinion on it since I've been talking for 27 hours now. <laughs> uh, it's just something now that I can self-assess, I'm almost ashamed in a way. Because you know what I did, Mike? You know what I did? I wasted energy. I, mm, that's, yeah. that's the point I want to make. I wasted energy obsessively to try to change people's minds when I already knew deep down inside who I was and what I was. But I just, I, I was just looking to total strangers for the validation and it never came. Well, Maybe it may, right hopefully it means everybody's like, what the hell is he talking? hopefully no hopefully. that no that's good man and that one hit that that hits because the wasted energy and looking back on it now you can totally see how it was wasted energy and hopefully most people are able to do that i think being able to figure out in the moment when you're wasting energy would be a would be a key thing and i think mm -hmm. through experience you you have you've figured out how to know if you're wasting your energy on something i think i've gotten to that position where I'm like, man, this is a waste of my time and energy here. You know, like to your point of trying to get someone to see something that they just don't want to see, you're literally wasting your own energy. And when it's in a situation like that, it's only affecting you, you know, like the more that you tried to do this, the more it was here for you, they didn't care. And then I think that translates to that story you shared, I think is powerful because that can translate for everybody listening. And it's going to translate to me of, yeah, you're never going to change somebody's mind. Even if you feel like you have to, even if you feel like you should, it's wasting your energy on that is not worthwhile. It's not productive. It's not doing you any good at all because that person doesn't care. And I think that's something that the older I've gotten, the more I've realized I have to stop living for everyone else's approval and wasting my energy on getting approval from everyone else is, is just stupid because you're not going to get the approval from everyone else. And why the hell do you care? That's the thing that I think we've been conditioned a long time for. You got to, you know, keep the peace. You got to do these things. You got to make everybody proud, make everybody happy, all this kind of crap but the truth is you got to make yourself happy and wasting your energy on people that don't deserve it that aren't worth it for what when you could translate all of that energy that you're focusing focusing on proving them wrong take all of that and shift it to proving yourself right and the reality is for me is over the last year year and a half i had a lot of that energy of proving people wrong and it's, it, there's a bit of that, that that can be healthy if channeled properly. But more often than not, you get so hung up on their opinions, what they think, what, you know, who you're trying to prove wrong and, and what they say. And then those one, that one comment from that one person can totally derail everything. But ever since I shifted and focused on me and proving myself right and not caring about what anybody else thinks, 
it's been night and day the difference of how I show up, how I work, what I do, meant like my mental approach to everything. It's so much healthier. And had I not realized that, I'd still be living in this negative headspace all the time and getting weighed down by the drama and stupid stuff. And it's just not worth it. Yeah, we um I, I think what you're saying too is like we're not saying, by the way, don't try. You know, sure. look at somebody for the first time, but you hit a certain Rubicon or a limit where you're like, okay, I I mm -hmm. I'm looking at this and this this situation is not going to change. Let's just say in general, people work nine to five jobs. You're in a work environment, you they're literally you're selling your life for eight, nine, ten, twelve hours a day, and you're not fulfilled, and also you're not being treated well. And and everybody needs a job, career, business, and income. Sure. We understand that, but at least go to Indeed or go to a job listing or look up and see what what's out there on the landscape to change your situation. Sure. If you can't at that point, then you have to figure out a way to make that work. But you need to exhaust every resource and every bit of your energy that you do have to try to see if there's another path for you. And that's the hardest thing to do, especially nine to five jobs, people get in that routine and expect, expect we've all been conditioned and indoctrinated to a certain point that you need to be miserable at your job. You need to not, that's why they call it a job. You need to, you know, if you look at the Bible, Job, he suffered, he <laughs> suffered, he sure. suffered. And I think that's the, that's the root of the word job. I believe just pronounced yeah, differently. It's sure. it's meant for misery, suffering, all these different things, but it doesn't have to be. Now, yeah. if you're good at something and you don't particularly love it, I mean, Mike Rowe speaks about this at length. You know, if you have a skill and you're really good at something and you don't hate it, yeah, maybe pursue that because sometimes pursuing your passion doesn't make you an income, but sure. it sure as hell can turn into it if you work hard enough. And my wife right now, she has her job, but she also has the Florida YouTube channel and we're trying to cultivate that and she enjoys it. She's learned how to video edit. She's learning hard skills along with soft skills that I told her, you keep doing this before you know it, you may break out on your own and do your own thing before you know it. But people, when they're juggling that, their energy, especially when you have a nine to five or more hours in a job, and then you're going to come home and say, I got to build a website. I have to do a podcast. I have to edit the YouTube video. That's where you show that, okay, I, I need to redirect my energy because I have no energy for what I love. And how do I fix that? Yeah, that's good. That's good too. Man, you too. You're bringing some good stuff today. That's <laughs> hey, dude. Like... Yeah, you too can have that perspective. You get a deadly spot infection as well. <laughs> you hit the microphone and make a mistake. So there, it can't even be YouTube short now. I messed it up. Uh... <laughs> it, it really did. Like that was the other thing too. Like I during the infection, and you were. Mm -hmm. By the way, I want to back up for a second. You don't need if you have the right people around you. You don't need to look for approval, encouragement, compliments. You and I, at least I try over, you do a great job of it. Like before I even realize it, you're sending me, hey, dude, I watched the video on Bret Hart. I did, it was awesome. This and that. <laughs> the people you love and care about, which you're one of them, Mike, the people you truly love and care about, 
will reciprocate that love and care to you. Mm-hmm. You don't it's you don't have to get it out of them. They'll proactively give you everything you need. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And finding finding people like that is such a it's it's hard to find people that really truly care about you in your life, but those are the ones that actually deserve your energy. And those are the ones that you can pay attention to and you and you can spend the time with and and not let the other people turn into a, a, a time suck and an energy suck for you because there's so much stuff. I feel like, you know, you were talking about working your job and then coming home and finding energy to work on something that, that you're passionate about. I think so many people get caught in, and I'm guilty of it, that I get caught in this scroll hole sometimes where I'm just tired and I just want to numb out. My brain is like, I just, I just want to veg out. And using that energy, I notice a clear difference on days where I have been sucked into the vortex of social media and I've spent too much time just scrolling. Like there's times where and I know I'm I'm not the only one guilty of this. I'm sure you're guilty of it sometimes. I'm sure other people, like people listening are guilty of it, where you just pick up your phone for no reason at all. Like you're no reason whatsoever. You pick up your phone, you open up Instagram and you start scrolling because you were bored or whatever, right? Like, and I notice it so much when, when I do that, I try to catch myself and I'm like, why did I pick up my phone? What am I even doing? Because it's such a suck on my energy. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to sit here and scroll away all day. And then next thing I know, an hour has passed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap, the kids are going to be home in 20 minutes. So I got to get this video done. And I got to get this recorded. I got to make this phone call. And I got to do all these things. And then I'm just like, oh, man, I don't want to do anything because now I just wasted all that time and wasted all that energy on scrolling on social media and getting caught up in all the BS that's happening in the world, as opposed to really focusing in on what I need to get done and getting getting things done that actually fill my cup and and make me more productive. And so, man, it's just, I don't know where I was going with that, but it's super freaking frustrating to get sucked into that time suck. And, and it's social media. Social media can be productive. It's a great thing. It's a great tool. I think there's a lot of motivation that comes with it. I think there's a lot of learning that can be done with it, but it's the negative side of it. And it's the scrolling for scrolling sake that where people just waste so much energy me too I, I it happens to me a lot and more than i would freely like to admit but it just does and i think bringing awareness to that and and hearing what we're talking about right now sharing some of the ways that we are more aware of it and i think looking at your own life and realizing okay where am i wasting energy what are the time sucks that are dragging me down all the time and if you're working all day you get home and you veg out and scroll on social media instead of spending that hour on social media take that hour and put it towards something that you care about that's going to better your life like learn something read a book even if you want to be on youtube watch a youtube video that's productive that's going to teach you something that's going to teach you a skill there's so many better ways to focus your energy than just crappy people and crappy social media. <laughs> well, to your point too, I'll say it again because I think it bears repeating 18 minutes a day for one year will make you better than 95% of the people out there with whatever you choose to do. Mm. So if you want to spend 42 minutes on social media after your 18 minutes of focus, like you said, have yeah. at it. But when you get the 18 minutes and you see 
you're getting better. You're getting obsessed with 18 minutes will turn into an hour or two hours or every waking minute you are obsessed with now this new venture that you're going on business-wise, website, YouTube channel, whatever it might be. Here's a question, because I often wonder, you pick it up, you start scrolling, you keep scrolling, and then I'm thinking to myself, I just scrolled through a bunch of stuff. My mind told me to scroll here and look for something. What was I looking for? Mm -hmm. What's missing? What am I looking for in my mind, my heart, my soul, all three? What am I looking for? Because what you're mm -hmm. looking for is not going to be on that phone and not going to be on social media, but you really have to look around and see, and I know it sounds cliche, what am I really looking for in life? Why am I scrolling this much? to find that one real short, whatever it might be, that's going to change my life. What's, what's missing. I try to do that all the time when I pick it up and I go like, well, it's not here. Maybe it's here. Maybe it's out there. Maybe my wife notices something. Maybe the real world can tell me what I need to do. And that's, that's yeah. my question to you. What do you think? What are you looking for? Did you know what you're looking for educationally or business wise? We already know both. Sure. What else are we looking for subconsciously that's missing? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think for, for me, I've really tried to process that. Like, why do I do this? Why do I spend time on my phone? And I think it's a couple things. And I, I for me, I, I use it as a distraction a lot of times. I use it as procrastination a lot of times. I use it to fill a mental void where I don't want to think about anything else. Like not that those are being used in good ways. Cause they're not like, it's, I have this project to do, but I, I can out the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's an excuse. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine the other night and we were talking about different projects and, and, and different things that we do. And we're like, okay, are these our excuses as to why we didn't get things done? You know, like we're talking about doing multiple projects and having one thing that we we love and we want to do and want to be successful at, but then we get this excited about this shiny object over here. And that's our excuse as to why we didn't get this done. And so then it gives us that fear, that, that fear of failure comes up big for me a lot of times because like it, it's such a screwed up thing. And I'll, I'll get a little deep with everybody for a second with this, the, for me, the fear of failure is can be so debilitating sometimes that I just don't even do anything. I know, for example, I know that I'm good at producing content, producing videos. I'm good at that. But I'm also scared to death that I'm going to fail at it too and that it's not going to be good enough. And so that fear stops me from doing anything a lot of times. And then... I'll use the excuse of, oh, I was scrolling on social media, trying to work, trying to find a customer or doing research <laughs> for what kind of content I want to create. Right. And so then it, it's the easy out that I give myself of, oh, well, this is why I didn't get anything done because I was doing this and I didn't actually focus on what I wanted to do. And so that, that fear of failure, that need, which then the fear of failure then leads to, uh, self-fulfilling well yeah it, it's 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 self-sabotage it's like chasing a squirrel you know like you just you see a squirrel over here you chase it you chase it if i was and it, you're just going after all these different things and so instead of really dialing in and focusing in on what i know i need to do 
because I, that fear of failure comes in and the energy that I'm, that I'm driving with there, I take it and shift it over here because this is an easy thing that I can do that makes me feel good for a half a second. And I think at the end of the day, what it comes down to, to answer the question, people, it, it's a dopamine hit. You're looking for that cool thing that you're going to find. It's like, like playing the lotto or at the, the, uh, slot machines. You're, you're hoping you win. That's what keeps people addicted to it. And so social media has become a slot machine and who knows, you're going to open up and you're going to see something great and it's going to be, Oh wow, this is awesome. And then you're going to have a half a second of dopamine. And now you're like, okay, what's the next thing? And on to the next and on to the next and on to the next. And you just keep searching for this dopamine, 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 because there's something missing in your life or there's something going on in your life that you're trying to either avoid, stay away from, not think about, procrastinate on, instead of just shutting the up and doing what you have to do and getting it done, you know, and I get, I'm guilty of that a lot. I'm trying to be more aware of it, but I think for everybody, the more you can really start to focus in how much time you get wasted, there's little things you can do like putting limiters on it and stuff like that. But really focusing on that will make a big difference in the energy that you have every day to put towards the things that you want. And it will just pay off in spades when you start to achieve things because you're not wasting so much energy searching for that dopamine hit and trying to get the next fix. You know, you're like a drug addict. You know what the, I guess the, the promised land that I'm looking for and I'm getting closer and closer, not by choice, but it's a, it's a good thing to have to say, I'm way too busy to get on social media. Mm -hmm. Way too busy. I'm too busy creating stuff. I got two YouTube channels, got the fitness brand, the wrestling yeah. brand. We have our brand with the big fitness show. It's a, you can, you can fill your time up with whatever you want. If you're filling your time up with things that are legitimately getting at least results in, in, inside you fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And you're doing that instead of saying, I'm too busy scrolling so social media, to actually do this productive thing. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the thing that needs to flip. And it, it's easy to inverse it that much by just giving yourself way too much to do in a positive way. And you're not going to be able to do that. Also, if you're talking about social media, I got the, we were talking about the app Vista Social. I haven't really taken advantage of it because quite frankly, I haven't really posted a lot on social media. So for good reason, I haven't done that. But from a business or a brand perspective, you can front load all your social media posts and all that mm -hmm. stuff. You can still get your business done once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, and just put it in the queue, schedule the posts, and then handle, and even Vista Social, not an ad for them, but even the messages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, you're not gonna have to pick your phone up. You get it right there on the dashboard, answer your emails and your comments, and then go, go film something, go do your business. You don't need to have your phone for that. Sure. It's always sure. with you, and that could be the negative is, I, I miss the time sometimes of pay phones and pagers or having, <laughs> having to, you know, to actually literally be connected to a cord. Cause when you talk yeah. phone, it meant something and then you hang up and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I think, you know, uh, to, with the energy piece of it and where you focus your energy on social media, I don't think it's just social media that can be a problem for people. I think it's, it's wasteful, wasteful energy of things that people do, um, where you're not focusing on what really matters, you know, like 
the different things that you spend your energy on, is it actually moving you forward in life? Is it, you know, there's, there's a fine line between doing things that you do for entertainment because, and I'm not saying don't like we're professional wrestlers. We like to entertain. So if we didn't have people that like to watch entertainment, wouldn't have careers. Right. So like, I get it. So you got to have some level of entertainment. You got to figure that kind of stuff out, but you, you, if you spend so much time only focused on that instead of moving yourself forward and you're trying to just hit, focus on getting that dopamine hit all the time, you're never going to get anywhere. And I think that's where we have people that have turned into just totally stagnant, not making any progress in life. They're the same same person now that they were 10 years ago because they haven't grown, haven't matured, haven't changed, haven't done anything to pro to make progress in their life because they just get so caught up. And the next thing you know... 10 years later, holy crap, where did that last 10 years go? You know, because you just were, were stagnant, just being lame, being lazy, not doing anything to be better. And it's, I think it all goes back to an energy in versus energy out. And what you put your energy into, it, it, to tie this into fitness, if you put energy into working out, it's going to come back to you and how you feel every single day, how you show up every single day. If you put energy into eating a box of donuts, that's going to come back to you and how you fall, how you show up every day and how you feel every day. Cause you're going to feel like shit. Right. So like, that's the kind of stuff that when you figure out where you're uh, putting your energy. So to give everybody like tactical things to do, take a self-assessment for the day, remove yourself from your day. Look at, at the end of every day, look at, okay, what did I do today? So far today, I got up early, got up at five o'clock, worked out. I didn't work out very hard, to be honest. I did 30 minutes on my air bike, but it was just kind of a light day. And so that's what I did. I made my kids isn't, isn't early, by the way. Well, true. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Then I, then, but then I, I made my kids breakfast. I uh, got some, uh, posted a YouTube video. Then I hung out with my youngest daughter. I got my other, my other two kids to school. Um, then got my youngest daughter ready to go for a thing with my wife while we did this. And so I look at that and I'm like, okay, what of that could have changed? Well, there's one part where I sat on the bike for 10 minutes and I was scrolling on social media while I was sitting on the bike <laughs> and I could have changed Not pedaling. That. Not pedaling. Well, no, I was pedaling. I was pedaling. So it was kind of, but like what I should be, what I could have done differently was I could have put on a video about learning about a, a new thing to do for the channel or a new, th new technique or new gardening things. Cause I'm really into gardening right now. So like there's, there's so much productivity, but I think everybody should take a look at their day at the end of the day and realize, okay, what did I do all day? What was a, a positive? What was a negative? And let's try to minimize the negatives. And if there, and if there, if you can't like say your job, you know, we are talking about the job is, it's a negative for you. So let's say you hate your job, but it's the paying your bills and you're making money and you're kind of stuck. You got those golden handcuffs on where you can't leave the job because you got good benefits, whatever. And if we can't change the job, let's reframe it in our mind. Let's figure this out, how we can reframe the job that we have to go to, to pay the bills and be like, oh, this job is paying my bills. This is the uh, means to an end. And that's all I'm doing. And so when I'm outside of this job, I can really focus on what I want to do. And that's why I'm doing this so that I can do what I want. Because if I don't have this, then I can't do that. And I think that helps reframe the job a little bit. You can still hate it. Absolutely. But it reframes it and makes it so that it's not as negative and you have a different energy around it to make it more positive 
And then if you look at that every single day and take that assessment and start to change it, start to put new things that are positive and eliminate the negative. So that's what everybody should do. That's what we should do too. Yeah. Well, well nobody's perfect with that. Trust me. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of the thing where you're reaching for the phone. I, I say this to my wife too, because obviously I think everybody wants to do something special with their life or the life, not wife, Philly accent. Yeah. But people, people want to have a legacy. People don't sure. want to just be known to be the 20 to 30 year employee, retired gold watch. That, that part's kind of over anyway. That era, I think, is over for most people. But when my wife and people like her who I talk to who have nine to five jobs or even in wrestling, yeah, when I get home, I just, you know, it's just like I got to go back and I can't stop thinking about it. And I'm, when I get home until the next day, if I have a bad day, I just can't, I can't get it out of my mind how much I'm cringing going back because I had a bad day. I said, that's a good thing because you're you thinking about the nine to five job 24 hours a day means you have a business an entrepreneur an independent contractor mindset hmm. you can't shut it off if you sure. can't shut it off you're not built for a nine to five you're built hmm. to do your own thing that's a good thing because sure. then when you you have positive things happen with your business or brand you're thinking 24 7 how to make it better how to keep it going you know sure. that if i stop the checks come and stop coming in. The dollar stop. The income stops. It's a forever, per, per, you know, what's the word? Perpetuity. It, yeah. You and I, for perpetuity, as long as we're blessed to be alive, are going to always be trying because we can't shut it off. Right. Is that good? Well, it, for the most part, sometimes it's bad and you got to kind of disconnect from everything. But once you get into the rabbit hole of being your own uh, business, it just can't stop. It's because yeah. it's a joy. It's a, how can I say? It is a passion, no matter what. If you're working for yourself, it it begins and ends with you. And it is a 24-7 job. So yeah. there's a certain some people might look at that and go, oh, wait a minute. I I only want to think about work nine hours a day. I'm not, I'm not and that's perfectly fine. That's a harder thing to do. I tell my wife, the hardest thing you could ever do is work a nine to five job. I give people all the credit in the world. You and I have been so, so blessed to live multiple careers that we chose to do. Not everybody gets that luxury. Sure. Sure. Well, I, I, and I think what was powerful there that, that you said is it was reframing the way you look at it, reframing it as, as a positive, you know, and I think that's what most people could benefit from. I, I find myself trying to reframe everything that I do and I, it really works for me. So if you don't, if you haven't tried it, reframe the way you look at everything, you know, there's this equation that I, I read in a book years ago. This was, uh, oh, probably 20 years ago. I read this. It was a book called the success principles by Jack Canfield. And this was my, this was my introduction to the world of personal development and it, maybe not 20 years ago, but 15 at least. And I read the book and in the book, he talks about this E plus R equals O equation. And the E stands for event. The R stands for response. The O stands for outcome. So the E plus R equals O is the event plus your response equals the outcome. So it's how you frame everything, how you respond to everything. So if I pick up my phone and I start scrolling, I can respond to this 
by, oh, shoot, I need to put my phone down and stop wasting my time and energy on that. So I have an outcome of I don't have that time suck. I didn't waste an hour on social media. Or I can look at my phone and be like, oh, this is awesome, 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 awesome. And just scroll in an hour later because I didn't put my phone down. Now I wasted an entire hour, right? And so reframing everything that happens in a way of looking at the positive because your response dictates the outcome of that situation. An example that I've used when explaining this to other people is if you were on the street and somebody walked up to you and punched you in the face, you could get in a fight with them and then potentially be hurt worse, potentially have to go to the hospital, all this kind of stuff. If somebody walked up to you and punched you in the face and you walked away, odds are you just got the one punch in the face and nothing else happens to you. You're fine. No hospital visit, all this kind of stuff, right? So it's kind of a silly analogy to use, but the, the, the idea here is your response, you're in control of how you frame things and how you reframe things and how you respond to things that then dictates the outcome of your life and what you're doing. And I think more people really need to take control of their lives and really look at their responses to everything that happens and focus their energy on things that they can actually control to live better every day. I, I think I, the term, I, I love that formula. It's, it's really good. But the standard thing I think is it's not uh, 90% of what it's not what happens to you, but how you react to it. It's the same thing. And and I have to be better about that too, because I do sometimes just, you know, not, not go like off, off the wall or off the handle or anything, but stuff sticks with me way too long. I don't like yeah. going things. What do we think? Like, I'll show you, you'll see. So that yeah. was the whole basis of my, my, with the office and WWE like that, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I carried me through a lot of my life is proving people wrong. Sure. There does come sure. a point where, like you said, you only got to prove things to yourself, not even not even the people you care about, but to yourself. And that energy of proving to other people who never even have a second thought about you, that's a huge waste of energy. And I've learned that now, 51 years old, that it's that's like that. But um a lot of things, a lot of things that I've learned over the years, and I think people, it's not hopeless, by the way. Even if you're 61 or 71 and you're older than us, there's always time to change that. It's just a matter of consistently putting in the effort. Are you going to fail? Of course. I've already scrolled through this thing today and so have you. <laughs> yeah. And I have, we have plenty to do. You have 70 videos. <laughs> I got two channels and we're one, we're both one men show. It's just yeah. us. Fill it, setting up, filming, creating, editing, publishing, writing, creating the assets. With this room, I got to switch stuff around for certain things. But I still scrolled for like 15 minutes that I could have literally recorded an entire video that could make me money. So I lost money. And that's the other thing. If you have an attitude of time is money, if for nothing else, I know it's the most superficial way of looking at stuff, but every minute that you spend could be meant making money or losing money. Mm -hmm. If that, if that does it for you, then that's a good analogy for, for most people. Yeah. That's a great analogy. You're either working towards your goals or you're not. Yeah. You're or you're working, working for yourself or, or you're making someone else money. You can use yeah. these different things. If you hate making other people money, what's the solution? 
right. find a way to make money for yourself. Yeah. And oh, God, it's a, that'll be exciting, but I warn you, it'll be terrifying every day. <laughs> Where's the next dollar coming from, right? There's plus yeah. and minuses to everything. Sometimes most people, ignorance is bliss. We see that in the world today more than ever. And that's maybe the last point we want to make, Mike. Uh, we're not, we don't delve too much in the, the political landscape or the sure. cultural wars or anything like that. But from a 10,000 foot perspective, what are you doing? What satisfaction or what are you doing by watching a video that says so-and-so destroyed this person or <laughs> they, they, they're a savage or all sure. these other things, the clickbaity stuff. Yeah. What the, how does that serve you, your family, your financial yep. freedom or anything else? Now we all need to be informed, but sure. at the same time, we also need to protect our castle. We need to build the moat around our castle. Mm -hmm. So either side from this tribalistic society that we live in mm -hmm. cannot hurt the people we love, nor our own goals that we yeah. have in life. And we both, yeah. we both get into that. You know what I mean? Like sure. comparison, the basic thing is comparison is the thief of joy. Sure. If you're spending your time looking over here and looking over there instead of in here, you're effed. You're completely yeah. effed. Yeah. No, that's that's good. And I couldn't agree more with you on that. And, and I think to to give my final thought on on that with if you're looking everywhere else and to go back to your question of what are we looking for when we when we focus on energy on things, I think it's an avoidance of looking at ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think it's a an avoidance of really doing the work on ourselves and being true to who we are and really realizing what we can fix. And if I don't have, if I'm busy doing other things, scrolling or wasting energy on people that don't matter or that don't deserve my energy, then I don't have to address what's wrong with me and fix what's wrong with me. And then I don't have to own up to it and get better every day. And so I think just really being self-aware and trying to take a step back of not wasting time here, not, not wasting time on, on little things and focus on yourself and what's, you know, Everybody says it's wrong to be selfish, but it's not. It's not. The truth is you cannot show up great for everyone else on the planet if you're not showing up for yourself. I realize that I can't be the best father and husband that I that I want to be if I don't take care of myself first. And so the most important thing that you can do is be selfish and take care of yourself so that you can show up better for everybody else. And I think that's with your energy be selfish with your energy so that you can show up better for the people who really matter in your life. Yeah. I, I don't even think that's a good term selfish because we need to be alive, healthy and have everything going very well to be able to be present for everybody else. Sure. So sure. this is a complete waste of energy, but I can't believe I got indicted too. <laughs> What's going on there? I thought I got away from Fulton County. They have to <laughs> Oh, shoot. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I am in trouble. We're all in trouble right now. But what you just described is exactly what's wrong with society. Sure. What you just said and what people look at everything else and are paying attention to everything else to avoid looking at themselves, avoid being right. accountable to themselves and the people closest to them. Yeah. Everybody's escaping from that. And that's yeah. why I think you just wrapped up I think every single problem that we're having in the world right now. Yeah. Because yeah. that was solved and people 
like took accountability, tried to be the best version of themselves. I don't think we'd be in the spot we're in right now. And they're just trying I, to drag everybody else down with them yeah. instead of trying to raise everybody else up to where they want to be. Yep. No, I couldn't agree more, man. I, I heard a, a quote yesterday or somebody was talking about it that uh, you'll never hear a winner dragging somebody else down. No. And you'll never see anybody doing better than you punching down on anybody. That's, uh, you know, only losers, only losers drag people down. Well, they, they, I wouldn't even call them losers. I would call them currently in a, in a bad state of mind because anybody can change for the better or for all oh, fair. And what fair. you said was, this is a, this is a, if people say, well, I don't know, because I always got to talk to this person. I want to talk to, I want to do this and that and the other thing, or this person gives me advice and they don't know what they're talking about. You, you said something a while ago. And it was the most profound thing when it came to what we want to do. I'm not going to take advice or listen or waste my energy with somebody that isn't doing better than me. Right. Not putting more effort in and not getting more results and not where I want to be. I mean, when famously broke people are always giving financial advice. <laughs> you know, that's not a, that's like I said, that could be a temporary thing and that can change for people. People sure. change, but I'm sure. saying in the current state, I will not listen to somebody giving fitness advice that's in bad shape. I will not take advice from people that are broke and have nothing about where to put my money and my income. I will not take marriage advice from people that are doing things that are not, well, sure. not really constructive to their marriage right and then that was the best advice i've heard from you or anybody else in forever i was like wow that puts everything in perspective yeah it does it does yep and it's yeah i just i think yeah i think I, there's nothing else to say i think that's it man i think that's that's the the whole episode of, of using energy and, and where we're at with with that focus on what you need to focus on and don't go for things that you don't want and go get advice from people that don't have what you want. So I think one more thing I would add to that, because I really do yeah. want people to know, I still talk to people in the wrestling business that are being negative, being toxic in a way, caught up in the bubble, but they're friends that I believe in. And I want to talk to them about the hope there is on the other side of their career about how wonderful and exciting when you finally can get all of, you finally get the outcome that you're talking about from the events you create and the reaction that you get from creating those different use of your formula. But when you are working for yourself, truly for yourself and have the freedom, it's, it's great. So I talk to a lot of current wrestlers that are kind of on the back nine of their career to let them know there's hope. Now, are they going to get it today, tomorrow, a year, maybe five years from now? Maybe not. But I hope the light switch flips for them or anybody listening or watching that says, yeah, I can do it. It's possible. There's a, there's a path. I'm not the first one to be successful after wrestling. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I want to say. I do not give up on people, but also at the same time, you have to be very pragmatic with your energy and, and save it for the people that are currently accepting of it. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. 
I think that's a great way to end the show, man, with what you just said. I'm not even going to try to add to it. <laughs> even better ways if you take us out. Yeah, no, that's good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in to this week's episode. A reminder, what we talked about at the beginning of the show, next week, September 6th, this, this will air on the 30th, so then September 6th, the next episode, we will be switched over to the uh, specific the big fitness show youtube channel all of the content will live there everything will come down off of stevie's channel and will be on the big fitness show channel so you can start subscribing there for all things the big fitness show uh you can subscribe to stevie's channel check out his wrestling thing check out my channel would love to follow there uh, i talk about supplements a lot if you're interested so definitely check those out and support us if you want uh if you don't want to no big deal we are going to continue to provide this free value for you as much as we can because like we talked about, it's good for our energy. Hopefully it's good for your energy and for myself and medium getting bigger, Stevie cool convict, Stevie cool convict, Stevie cool indicted, Stevie cool. This has been episode 25 of the big fitness show. And we will see you in the next episode on our new channel.